0: Do you know that Mary wrote a heavy metal song? She's the original metal lyricist. Slayer's got nothing on Mary. All right, listen, this is Mary's song. She's about to sing her song, man. And in it are some fighting words. (laughs) You're gonna see a side of Mary that the Renaissance artists didn't really capture, in my opinion. Take Mary at her own Holy Spirit inspired words. This is so cool. And Mary said, my soul praises the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed because the mighty one has done great things for me. And his name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke. To our ancestors, and Mary stayed with her, meaning about, meaning Elizabeth, about three months. Then she returned to her home. Mary's song, man, this text is absolutely incredible. It's, it's it has its own name too. This heavy metal song is called the Magnificat. It's a it's an exaltation of God. It's praising Him for what He has done. And the detritus in which Mary finds herself, like her life from the outside looking, in was in shambles. People didn't believe her when she claimed to be miraculously pregnant. Even Joseph at first, when he heard, was like, okay, I'm going to quietly divorce her. By the way, Joseph doesn't doesn't get enough credit for this. Within the law of Moses, it would have meant drag Mary out to the center of the town square and have her stoned to death. Do you remember in John chapter 8, that text that is not included in every one of the ancient manuscripts wherein this woman is caught in adultery and she's brought into the center of town? There's no mention of the dude. He's apparently just let off the hook, but they only bring the woman forward. And this is the text where Jesus says, let he without sin cast the first stone, if he will. I don't believe that Israel ever really enacted that command. I think that part of it was for Mary joseph would have been fully within the law of moses to say okay let's bring mary out in front of the town square and let's have her stoned to death but instead he chooses quietly to divorce her to save her life and that's when the angel shows up to miraculously proclaim to him no this is what god's done here this is what god's done mary's not guilty of adultery and she in her humble circumstances thanks god are you in humble circumstances right now Are you in a dark place? Do you know that you can relate better to Mary than the rich can? Because if you're struggling financially right now, like you have more in common with Mary than someone who has a whole lot of money. You have more in common with her. If you're struggling with rumors swirling about you, you have a lot in common with Mary in that regard. She thanks God that he looked upon her in her humble circumstances with favor. That's verse 48, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. The book of Proverbs, it's incredible. On our YouTube channel, you can find a series on on the Proverbs, including Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 is often used as kind of like the title text and even the name for a lot of women's ministries, but it was written to men. Proverbs 31 was written to men, and it was advice on how to find a godly wife that her husband praises her. This is the godly wife of Proverbs 31, that her children rise up and call her blessed. It's describing this godly woman. Proverbs opens with this personification of of Sophia, of wisdom herself, as though she's she's walking through the crowded street saying, look, I'm call out to wisdom, call out to wisdom, and I'll give it to you. I'm not hiding. I'm right here. And then later on, the lady wisdom metaphorically in the book of Proverbs returns. And then it ends with this woman, this godly wife, who is a personification of wisdom. And she is called blessed. And now Mary is saying, I am that Proverbs 31 woman not just to my husband, not just to my children, but to all generations. She says, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Guess what? (laughs) We do. It is now the current year that it is, and we still, to this day, no matter what year you're watching this, we still call Mary blessed. She's exactly right. She's exactly right. Because the mighty one has done great things for me, and his name is holy. I love how it begins. This is the Magnificat. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. <laughs> when you're overwhelmed by your circumstances, would you consider the greatness of your God? This is how Jesus taught us to pray. We begin with the Magnificat. We begin with a doxology. We begin with exalting. The name of God is hallowed. And when we remember how big our God is, it is not that our problems shrink. It's that we now see them in their proper perspective. And they're always smaller when we just looked upon our God. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord. Of all the attributes of God, she chooses his greatness. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. She's rejoicing amidst the affliction. Okay. She hasn't had her reputation cleared. She hasn't inherited a whole lot of money here. She hasn't had all of her problems solved. But she knows that God is at work eternally, and it's not just about her. God is at work in a way that will eternally bless people from every nation for every generation forevermore. The mighty one has done great things for me. His name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. She was thinking about you, man. She was thinking about future generations. She was thinking about us. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I call it a heavy metal song. And exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy to Abraham And his descendants forever now in the book of Romans chapter 9 you're gonna learn not everybody who's descended from Abraham is Abraham not everyone who's from Israel is Israel now it's the the children of the covenant it's not just about your ethnic descendancy it never has been not even since the book of Joshua not even since the book of Exodus it's about the covenant that God made with Abraham and we then are his descendants forever just as God spoke to our ancestors And Mary stayed with her about three months, and then she returned to her home. So you can picture pregnant Elizabeth, pregnant Mary, John the Baptist, and Jesus together for three months. I love Mary's praise. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit, and it man, it rocks. (laughs) It's like a heavy metal anthem to the greatness, specifically the greatness of our God. Take a note from Mary and worship like a juggernaut. Ready? Go.